Let's go to Hannah Carell. Uh, she is neuropsychologist and author of the book How to Break Up with Friends. Uh, she's an expert on how the brain works, and she uh, generously gives us a bit of her time uh, now and then to answer some of the big questions of our time. Hi, Hannah. Hey, Jesse. How are you doing? Good, thank you. Um, great topic this week, workplace mm. relationships. And, and tell me where this has come from. It's a bit of a story doing the rounds in Australia at the moment. Yeah, so basically uh, Australian Federal Police Commissioner uh, Kershaw gave a quote to the media recently that was roughly along the lines of saying something to the effect of uh, that uh, Gen Z need praise three times a week compared to uh, the previous generation of millennials who required it three times a year and his generation, boomers, who needed it once <laughs> A year. Uh, yeah. so this is a really <laughs> hot topic in the media. Totally. <laughs> and there'll be people sort of my age and up who'll be thinking, that sounds about right. <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> really? It's, it's, easy, it's, easy, it's easy to um, to blame generation other generations um, for their differences. First of all, you, was he accurately um, portraying no. this research? No, not at all, not at all. So he had misquoted the research, which was actually an American study that was done in 2022 by a workplace. So it's not a like rigorous scientific study. It was just a survey that this company had done uh, a year ago. And it was looking into recognition between generations. So it wasn't praise. It, the, the word praise was wrong. Mm-hmm. It was recognition. And saying that um, Gen Z, so people who are you know younger than 23 essentially, needed praise three times a week was grossly inaccurate. That is not what the study said. It, the, what the study actually said was 78% of the, the people surveyed who were under 23 said that they would like some recognition at least a few times a month. Okay. Uh, that's what they said. Recognition okay. a few times a month at least, which is very different to saying somebody needs praise three times a week, which is kind of has a, a really stigmatizing effect for Gen Z. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, t- two two ways, you know, once you've had a look at the research and, and you're accurately understanding it, two responses, right? Once you, One, you can say, hey, well, my generation never got this. We were okay. You'll be fine too. And the second way is, is to say, Hey, actually, maybe this isn't too big an ask uh, from yeah. from people. That that maybe this sort of new attitude is a bit more of a healthy attitude than the old attitude. That's right. And and the same study that looked into perceptions of recognition basically said that baby boomers, the so people born between 1946 and 1964, was the, the highest group of people who said that they didn't want recognition. And even in those you know, people, it was only like 10 to 17% of baby boomers said they didn't ever want recognition. Most age groups said that they wanted some type of recognition from their employers. And I think kind of what this speaks to is exactly what you said, which is, is this a case of resilience, which I think, you know, we, we tend to use this badge of honor in workplaces where, you know, if you can grit your teeth and knuckle down and work through it and work through even when you're sick and work on the weekends and come in early, work over your lunch break, stay back late. You know that idea, you're the first person to arrive and the last person to leave. That means you're a good employer or employee. Um, that that idea that this badge of honour of, of mastering yourself and really sacrificing your well-being is some kind of honourable trait to have in an employee. 
And I think what we're seeing with, you know, healthier workplaces is a shift towards understanding that work-life balance is important and that you, not just for the touchy-feely component of good mental health, but also for productivity in employees. As a neuropsychologist, I know that people who are burnt out, people who have, um, you know, workplace burnout, anxiety, depression, stress, are not as productive in the workplace. They they take longer to, to complete tasks than somebody who's feeling on their game and um, you know feeling like they they rest well rested. They might it might they might be able to complete a task in half the time as someone who's completely burnt out. So it's not just a mental health thing. It is actually a productivity thing. And one of the predictors of people feeling productive in the workplace and fe- and being productive in the workplace is their ability to feel recognised and to have a healthy working environment, which, you know, back when perhaps people growing up in you know the 1950s, 1960s, having a healthy work environment wasn't something that was talked about in the media and it was kind of normal to have a workplace where it was normal to smoke in the office and it was re- regular to swear and yell at people and it was very regular to be expected to work outside of your regular hours and not be paid for it and to get recognition once a year or less, which I think we can all agree is not a healthy workplace. <laughs> Presumably, we've only got a minute left, Hannah. Presumably, we've always had generational differences, but is it more marked now than it has been in the past? Yeah, I mean, I think, let's think about COVID, right? These Gen Z, in the last few minutes, they have come back into the workplace. They've spent all of their adult life, essentially, online. So they've gone into uni and they've done three years of online uni. And now they're expected to enter into a workplace and just start performing you know, as if they've always worked with among adults. So, yes, I think that there is a difference and there is usually a difference between generations understanding one another and that's part and parcel of not being able to keep up with each other's interests. It's, it's natural. But I, I do think it is really important for people in positions of power to understand that COVID was not a small thing that we experienced and people who are in Gen Z were disproportionately negatively affected by COVID far and above people who are already in stable um, workplace jobs. Okay. We'll leave it there, Hannah. Thanks, thanks, Jesse. Thank you. Love your thoughts as always, Dr. Hannah Carell.